Namaste, Namaskaram, Vanakam, Namo, Namaha, Jaganesh, Creation. Ah, life, what a mystery. Ultimately, who knows where all this came from? Indeed, there is an intelligent design, but there's also randomness and spontaneity and things we just can't figure out. But as humans, we make this attempt. With this understanding, there should be no rift between science and religion as we are seeking to understand our place, to know science. Who we are, where we came from, what's the cause behind all things, if there is an initial cause. The problem obviously comes in in religion when we recognize, yes, there's an intelligent design, and obviously designers are necessary to create certain things, but when we simply assign a deity as the designer, then we're being dishonest to ourselves and others. There is a manyness to creation, obviously. This is what keeps it exciting. It's a challenge. And indeed, all the indigenous religions recognize this manyness of external life and internal life. Even in the beginning of the, what are now the monotheistic traditions in the Torah, they recognized Elohim, which meant a manyness of divinity, if you will, many deities. Obviously, creating a one god is simply a power play. In the Hindu yoga dharma, the rishis simply speculated on creation, and if we look to the written works of the Rig Veda, probably the oldest living scriptures that are still followed by countless individuals, these rishis speculated, yes, indeed, there is a manyness to creation, and there are certainly primal forces of energy and sound energy and light energy and heat energy, which translates into the human experience of love. Love is a warm experience. This led to the uncovering of the inner essence of the individual as Satchirananda, pure existence, pure energy, which becomes sound energy and light energy, jyoti, and the heat or love or warmth of bliss, ananda, satchit-ananda, the inner essence of all. The rishis also speculated on the manyness of the spirit world. And they simply stated that, yes, there could have been a one male deity, prajapati, pasupati. Could have been a one female deity, ati, aditi. Certainly the primal forces, and then they ultimately, in their wisdom, had to admit ka. Who knows? So in the creation hymn of the Rig Veda, found in 10.129, we see this mature inquiry. So to take a little license with the text and to paraphrase... Ajoti ajoti nirnahama nirupa varuna sahava 
Pranashakti Dharma Kasha Anupati Tapaha Ka 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 Hiranya Gahalba Yatovachu Nirvatantehi Apropius Manasas Itcha Itcha Manachita Kaviyajna Atma Satya Kayendriya Siddhi Asuddhi Kasya Tapasaha Tapaha Svadhyaya Ishvara Pranidana Darkness, darkness, no name and form Surrounded by cosmic ocean Primal Shakti from no thing Gave birth to heat we sing who knows, who knows, who knows, who knows? Who knows the golden embryo? It's beyond the speech and mind. Yet we seek it and we find. The seed of desire from the mind arose. So the poets from their hearts compose. A way to purify body and senses. Tapaha svadhyaya ishvara pranidana. So these rishis, these sages, these poets, vipras, these kavis, they recognized the no-thingness of creation, the absolute. And this is not so far-fetched. We actually go into that every single night in deep sleep. We, in a sense, disappear. We go into that nothingness that's actually the fullness of everything and allows us to function during the day. And then in waking contemplations, one also can hold the mind in that absolute state, that nothingness. And in an attempt to describe that Nothingness in, in science prior to the Big Bang and the nothingness that's within the universe at this very moment. In fact, physicists tell us that there's more empty space in the atom than there is stuff. So Yogi Gurakanath used the Sanskrit Hindu word nirvartante, one among many Sanskrit Hindu words for the absolute. Yatuvacho nirvartante, apropius manasa, Saha. This absolute experience is beyond the speech, even beyond the very mind that seeks to comprehend it. And remember, it was the Hindus, they're not Arabic numerals, it was the Hindus that invented the all important sunya, zero. And with zero and the one manyness, remember, as soon as you have one, you have two, one and not one. With the zero and the one, or the binary system, this is what makes life compute. If society was stuck in Roman numerals, we would not have advanced. All of the devices that we're using at the present moment are built on the profound mystical wisdom of the binary system, zero and one. 
So as we go through this manyness of creation, we also recognize the zero behind everything, the absolute. Before the Big Bang of creation, within creation, and with dissolution. So the Hindu rishis also laid out a methodology for experiencing and enjoying the manyness of creation and then also consciously entering into the absolute nothingness state. Karma Yoga, Bhakti Yoga, Raja Yoga, Jnana, Jnana Yoga. Knowing what we're doing, striving to do our best, live a life of ethics and selfless service, a life of full-on devotion, a life of meditation, concentration, contemplation, and continuing this spiraling dance of evolution, we gain more and more insight. Oryana Yoga, the state of enlightenment, the ongoing state of enlightenment. Karma Bhakti Rajayana Hatha Mantra Japa Nahara Hindu Dharma Yoga Dharma Vedic Dharma Sanatan Dharma Zero to many, this is closer to reality. Hence the Sanskrit Hindu term Brahman, for the Big Bang, you say. From Bri, we get Brahman, to expand. Expansion, contraction, this is the play. This is the Leela, this is the drama of life. And the answer's always been there, right at the tip of our nose. The twin physicians, the Ashvin twins. Breathe out, breathe in, go out, go in. And in, and in, and in some more. And then go out and let your mind soar. 